behind the bar. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said, make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said, make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, what up, everybody? You are listening to Behind the Baller Podcast. This is episode 98. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Yo, man, we are getting really close. Like, we are super close to episode 100. And even though right now I'm not feeling 100, I'd say I'm like 90, 93%. I'm like 93% good, but I'm always going to keep it 100 with you guys. Yo, I hope you guys are feeling great. I hope everything is good. Um, Some very tough times ahead of us. It is getting serious as a motherfucker out there. More serious than it was three, four months ago. More serious than it was five months ago. It is very for real. I got my test results back from my CAT scan. No hemorrhage. No swelling in the brain. Um, It was definitely a little, you know, saw a spasm going on. That's okay. Just got to take it easy overwhelmed with a lot of shit and uh, uh, I ain't gonna lie to you like a lot of random people would hit me up for small jobs and stuff and things like that and uh, we're gonna get into that in a second too how um, I gotta just you know I'm blessed I gotta tell people though yo that's it like we gotta chill Um, so again I have to be completely honest with you guys I did not want to miss the episode you know um, a week ago but I had no choice so um, I can't guarantee you that there will be a weekend wrap-up this week. I want there to be one, but I can't guarantee there's going to be one. I really need to start some yoga and some meditation and shit. Um, it's something different. You know, the doctor was telling me, man, he's like, look, man, you have a guy on the freeway who's working really hard. You have a, a guy who's selling fruits at a fruit stand, pushing the shit, sitting outside all day in the hot sun you know, thinking about his family, trying to feed them. You got a guy who's, you know, let's say working construction in the heat in Las Vegas. And you got those guys. And some of these guys be pushing, you know, even in 100 hours in a week. Like, I'm dead ass serious. You know, these people keep work ridiculous hours, right? And their brains and their minds aren't causing the stress that I got. And people are like, yo, why are you stressing? You got money. It's not about that. I got so much going on. I have a storm going on in my brain. And the stress and the mental, like just the anguish that I got rolling around my brain is like 20 times that of somebody who's like a construction worker working in 100 degree heat and doing manual labor, whatever it may be. It's got nothing to do with honorable work or anything. It's just that when that person starts his job at 7 a.m. and gets off at 7 p.m., and he's worked a day and he's just busted his ass. Look, man, his job is done. That's it. He ain't got to think about shit else. That shit don't stop with me. I'm working in my sleep. I'm working the second I get up. I got shit going on all the time. So with that said, I just got to figure it out, you know. And as of right now, I'm planning to do it. episode 99 this weekend. It'll be a weekend wrap up. And then obviously next Thursday would be episode 100. But if for any reason there isn't one, then episode 100 will be on the weekend, well, I'm sorry, it'd be a Monday, it'd be the weekend wrap-up, and we'll just have the most epic fan questions ever, we'll break down the year, doing, ep- you know, 100 episodes, that's a huge milestone in podcasting, especially to do it in the consistency that I have, I'm not patting myself on the back, I'm stating a 2 plus 2 equals 4 fact, um, I still haven't decided who the guest is going to be for episode 100, I had it down a couple people, but then there's like politics and there's a lot of weird shit going on, just kind of like with this Nick Cannon situation going on. And I have like one side saying one thing, another side saying something else. But look, man, let's get into the show. So check it out, people. We are on semi-lockdown again, pretty much in Los Angeles. Um, don't go out unless you have to. Most businesses, uh, like obviously my store, at the Belly Center, my flagship iPhone store is closed right now. Indoor malls are closed, movie theaters, gyms, things like that. So, you know, that that fucks up my situation. Now, if we go into full lockdown, um, meaning essential businesses only, 
restaurants, uh, hospitals, grocery stores. I'll be real with you. This country is fucked. And I'm not agreeing with Jordan Belfort or Donald Trump and saying they're right. We're fucked by default, okay? Because you stupid motherfuckers out there really still think this is political. Let me break this down to you guys for one final time, okay? Unless something insanely serious happens where we have like 75,000 deaths in like a week, I'm just exhausted talking about it. When we hit 250,000, which I hope we don't, which I know we will, I'll bring it up then. Oh, you know, when we hit 200,000, that's a, that's a milestone, right? Which that's going to happen. But I'm going to say this. It's too late. Okay. I'm not fear mongering. I'm just being real with you guys. It's too late to stop the virus. It's too late to stop the depression. And when I say depression, I don't mean the mental depression. I'm talking about the level way past recession. I'm talking about, yes, a depression. Okay. The stocks, if people know how to read stocks, when you read everything financially. Now, look, some people have done very well in the last few months during the pandemic. I did pretty well. Some people have done very well. They said something like, I forgot what it was, but like 583 billionaires made some odd trillions of dollars, you know, and it's just the rich get richer and, and the gap is spread and everything else. Okay, we're gonna get into money in a second. I'm talking about the pandemic, the virus. This situation is fucked up. It is not a joke, okay? At this point, I have to say, we can't close down. As crazy as that sounds, right? It risks my family and everything. I, I just, uh, that doesn't mean I'm going out, but I'm saying we can't close down for the sake of people who need to work and need to feed their families, right? I ain't talking about someone like me. I'm talking, even though I have a high risk son, I'm talking about others out there who have to work and they have to go out there and risk it. Now, one good news, um, I mean, some good news that came out is that I think my kid's school is going to go virtual. LA City Unified has said they're gonna go virtual for the rest of the school year. Now, if my kid's school, which is private, if they follow LAUSD and go virtual, then we're Gucci. And to tell you the truth, I don't mind going to homeschool. It's, it's way cheaper, but I want my, my kids to feel involved and still I like the kids, my kids' school and everything, right? Now, with the Trump supporters and, and the, the Republicans and stuff, they keep talking about the survival rate. And they just keep saying, hey, there's a 99.6, there's 99.1 survival. You know, technically, actually, it's not true. And I, at the end of the day, most of you guys are saying that a lot of the cases aren't COVID and... Um, a lot of people were saying it, the deaths weren't COVID. Well, again, I cleared that up in the, the podcast and said, look, man, there's something called the autopsy and no insurance company is paying out anybody on autopsy if it doesn't say motherfucking COVID. So get your head out your ass, okay? Now, as far as the exact stats in Italy, I do know that it was much higher than 1%. In China, it was much higher than 1%. In New York, at a certain point, it was much higher than 1%. Some of these things got up to like 7% death rate and stuff like that but that's not what we're talking about here. These guys are focusing on that. And it's like, it's the same mentality as, hey man, you know what? I could go buy a fucking Huracan right now. You know, it's not that bad. It's like, I could get one for like $190,000. I can get a Lamborghini. I could fucking own a Lamborghini. And then they don't realize because they had, you know, a 2013 S-Class and they're like, you know what? It's, yeah, I'm gonna get a fucking, I'm gonna finance it, boom, whatever and they, they can kind of barely make those payments, they're not thinking about what insurance is gonna cost. It's gonna be three, four times what that Benz was, way more. They're not thinking about the oil changes. They're not thinking about the service. It's gonna be a bitch. They're not thinking about fucking, you know, gas, any other maintenance they gotta go on. Insurance is the one that's gonna fuck you the most. But you think about that, you're like, all right, you just think that price tag. So it's the same people with the same mentality. They're thinking the survival rate at this moment right now. We are spiking like a motherfucker. California yesterday just had 11,000 cases. They broke a record. Florida had 15,000, 17,000, broke all the motherfucking records, right? And it's like, I forgot what the number was, 160,000 cases in a day or some shit, and it's just getting stupid. So they're like, all right, they, they feel like they gotta shut this shit down. I hope they don't. Now, again, I don't want people to die. I need people to be safe. Go out there and protect yourself. Go out there and social distance. Go out there and wear a mask. Nobody has showed me one person 
that was wearing an N95 mask and has died, okay? But back to Florida, Miami has been called the epicenter now, okay? Let's rewind a second. You keep focusing on that number, that 99% survival rate. I don't think that's what it's going to be. It could be to 97, whatever it may be. Bottom line is we're talking six figures dead in America more than anything else right now. I don't want to hear shit from nobody. Stop with the bullshit. We do fact check here, okay? What the major issue is, you're looking at the death rate, and I'm looking at that too, okay? You're not thinking about it causing brain damage after which it is now proven to, it's proven now, okay? We're talking about the permanent lung damage it does to the many people who have got pneumonia from this. The people who go on a respirator, after they get off that, guess what? They are fucked for the rest of their lives. That is as nice as I can put it. They will have that lung damage for the rest of their lives, whether they're 20, 37, 50, 60, 80, it doesn't matter. You survived it, great. Guess what? You're gonna have lung damage. Now, there's other damage too. It's so brand new, so sophisticated, so advanced, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. So to the, let's just say realistically, 50, 60% of the people that don't have any symptoms, and I think it might be even lower than that, those people, you don't know if they're the ones that have the fucking, you know, uh, postpartum stress and all that shit and everything else, um, I don't know if the brain damage, I, I didn't look too deep into that, just saying that. But what really fucks me up is that there's a guy who I said had got COVID, okay, was on a respirator for 21, 26 days, was in the hospital for almost 30 days. He tests negative twice in 10 days. He gets out. Three, four weeks later, he tests positive again. Guess what? This has happened now to at least five, six, seven people now that I'm seeing the cases and I'm looking at them. And now another thing too, that not just the CDC, but China Hopkins and a lot of other people are saying, they're saying now antibodies expire after a few months. So these people who got sick, got COVID in fucking January, February, some of these motherfuckers are fucking around and getting again now. People who got it in April, you know, then they got over it, you know, and by May they were good. Guess what? Now in July, some people are getting it again. Again, we do not know what the fuck this thing is capable of doing, meaning COVID-19, okay? Look, we've already given up. Nobody gives a fuck. You guys don't. Obviously, a lot of people don't care. They just don't, period. You know, you're wearing the mask wrong. You're putting it under your fucking nose. You're not covering your shit. You have it over your fucking head. It's just, people are just being silly, and I get it. Look, if I'm going to drive myself crazy to be in the house, people and people can say whatever the fuck they want to, Look, man, whether I was in a fucking 700 square foot fucking, you know, place with, with five people or being in a fucking 6,000 square foot home, man, regardless, staying inside is staying inside. It sucks. Or staying away from people. How about that? Just stay the fuck away from people. Okay? But you guys don't care. And I'm telling you, this ain't some, like, guessing game. There's going to be a bloodbath, and, and it is what it is. Okay? But more importantly is, you'll see... If the government decides and says, fuck this, we don't want this, or whatever, I don't give a fuck if it's the Democrat side or the Republican side. I don't give a fuck who it is. Left, right, center, top, bottom. Look, we don't want to shut down, all right? If they do do a shutdown, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a motherfucking civil war in this bitch. There's going to be riots and everything. It's going to be bad because a lot of you people don't understand. Some I took a poll yesterday and I said, how, many, how long can you guys survive? I was surprised. I ain't going to lie to you. I put, could you guys live three plus months? Can you guys live six to eight weeks? Boom. A lot of people said they can't live, you know, another week. They're already broke. And then a lot of people put three plus months. Now, I should have put one year, but I didn't have enough options. Now, I had a couple of my homies tell me they could live two years, a year here and there. And I was very impressed. That's a long time. It should be definitely enough to wait it out, which sucks because these are people's savings and things that they probably had for something else, not for this. But if we do go on a lockdown, Understand this. There will be nothing to loot except people's homes. And you go into the wrong house, you're gonna get shot. You're gonna get you're gonna lose your life and fucked up artists. Who do I blame? I blame the government. I, right now, Democrats are running the country. I don't give a fuck what anyone says about the house and everything like that, whatever. I'm talking about one thing, and that's an orange thing that is 
They call him the POTUS, the orange dick stain, Donald Trump. That is who to blame, period. It, there's no if ands, or buts about it. It doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, independent, if you're from the birthday party, it does not matter. That is literally, the, look, man, I don't, I hate putting the blame game on people, but that is pretty much where we are with this right now, okay? And he doesn't want the economy to shut down, you know, but people are just trying to save his face, even though his approval rating is just fucking terrible and he's losing everywhere on the polls. It's already gotten bad. But again, some people are going to feel it next month. A lot of people are going to feel it by September. And I'm telling you right now, even the rich folks, they're going to feel it by December, January. Okay. The billionaires who are making money, cool, man. They had their bag. Look, this is a different time right now. This right now, what's going on with this crucial shit and these banks are closing down and I'm seeing a lot of things close down. A lot more bankruptcies are happening, man. I'm telling you, a lot of billionaires are going to go back to being millionaires. And they might not be a big deal to you guys, but I'm telling you, it's going to fuck with them. And a lot of shit's just, people aren't going to be able to pay their rent, you know? We're in a situation now that's fucked up in our mall right now, you know? And it's like, oh, well, you guys are rich. It don't, look, at there's big companies. We're still a very small company. There's still a very big gap between people who make millions to people who make billions, hundred millions. There's a huge gap. And then there's another huge gap from us to people who are obviously making minimum wage and whatever. So let me tell you something. I have a special guest on this show who's going to talk about credit. And that's a very fucking important thing. Credit is huge. You know what else is huge is downsizing your bills. All right. Even I, myself, which did not need to, I cut down unnecessary shit. All right. I basically got rid of the fat in the house except for food and stuff, all right, and I got lean. I suggest you guys get lean too. It is a very, very important thing. Another thing too is, no matter what checks I got coming in, what sponsors, tops, autographs, fucking VVS, um, iPhone Co., whatever the fuck it may be, okay, I have underestimated all my future earnings, period. I suggest everyone that is not on a salary-based job, if you're on a salary-based job right now and you're still getting a salary, God fucking bless you. All right. But if you are not, I would underestimate all your earnings. I would cut that shit in half. And that should put you in a little bit of fear. And that fear should drive you a little bit, should scare you a little bit and be like, all right, well, what can I do right now to hustle? You know, no matter what the fuck it is, am I going to make some t-shirts? Am I going to do something funny here and there? Look, man, a lot of people just don't have the drive. They don't have the motivation. It's not that difficult for you to start a website, you know, find something that's fucking funny, find a funny saying, Anything can fucking, you never know, okay? But there's always a way to hustle out there. But I'm telling you, underestimating what your future earnings are and cutting those in half and saying, all right, man, this is probably what I'm gonna make here. If you're gonna make 60 grand by the end of the year, be like, I'm probably gonna make 30, 40,000. That's what it is. And that will cut down everything, all right? Now, I read this amazing article in Blo on Bloomberg about this billionaire and what he was thinking about the whole pandemic and they kind of interviewed him like once a month from February all the way to almost July, and it was crazy. What he was saying was on point. People don't want to hear the shit, you know? Poor people especially do not want to hear the shit, but you know what? It's too fucking bad. You need to hear the shit. Life is not fair. There's a lot of things that are given, and people are like, okay, I know, my life sucks, I don't have, look, you know what? Life ain't fair. It is not. Yes, sometimes rich get richer, but at the same time, there's rich people who make bad moves. Right now, anything goes, okay? And life ain't fair. Yes. And guess what? People who aren't doing so well, you know, they're, they're like, hey, man, we don't want to hear that shit. You know what? People are, are gathering up. They're ganging up. They're afraid. You know, the people who are speaking up, are protesting. They're tired. They're upset. They're hungry. They're sick of this shit. And they're scared. And you know what? There's some people who are going to survive it. And there's people who aren't going to. Straight up. And let me tell you, when I was broke, I wasn't trying to get nobody's attention. That was famous. I wasn't trying to fucking, I didn't have no social media, but I mean, if I did, I wouldn't sit there and try to fucking go on Drake's page or go on fucking Kylie Jenner's page or go on any celebrity's page and try to make a funny comment, make jokes and this, that, whatever. And it's like, it's stupid. Do you know? Like, look, if you're doing really well, and when I say really well, you have no debt, you own a home, you own real estate, you have, you know, couple cars, you have a family and everything is taken care of. You have no issues. If you want to go out and fuck around and troll people, hey man, 
cool. But if you, and people say, hey, why can't you do that? It's almost the same technology. It's, it's not the same, but what I'm saying is you shouldn't say the N word if you're not black, right? Okay. If you're broke, you shouldn't go after a motherfucker. However the fuck he got his paper, got his paper. You shouldn't go anywhere near him on some troll shit, try to clown, make fun of somebody, whatever. All the dudes goofy, that dudes a cornball, blah, blah. Everyone's fucking corny. Whatever the fuck you think. No, you're corny, homie. If you out there talking shit, making fun of people, whatever, because you're too humble or whatever it may be and you're broke, dog, look, man, I'm going to tell you something real quick. You've lost that life. It, it ain't about being humble. It ain't about being cool. It ain't be about whatever. It's about survival, okay? You want to know, know what's cool? Survival. You want to know what's corny? Being broke, period. Now, not everyone's meant to be rich. That's a different, that's a whole different conversation. But again, when I was broke, I let all the givens, you know, people are like, oh man, you can't do it. What the fuck are you doing? Why, why, why are you over here? You, you shouldn't be over here. You can't sit with us. Why you can't go with you? What? You ain't got this. You ain't going to this club. You ain't going here. You ain't going, you know what, man? Every single thing that broke people got to deal with, I dealt with. I dealt with it so much. I dealt with the life is fair so much. I let that shit beat me in the head until it was damn near tattooed and embedded in my brain. It went deeper than the 20 layers of skin of a tattoo. It was embedded into my brain until it became nightmares, right? And those nightmares finally gave me drive and I let it fuel me to fucking succeed no matter what the fuck. I went out and fucking jumped out a window. Boom. All right. I landed. Fuck myself a little bit. You know, as you're younger, you could take more risks. You could get more beat up. As you get older, you can't take those risks anymore. I finally turned a corner and I started making those left turns become right turns. All right. Them fucking uphill battles, they slowly became flat ground. Okay until shit finally became a downhill run and I had to invest in some good brakes because it almost became too easy. I'm like, yo, I'm fuck around and crash. I need to pump my brakes a little bit, okay? But let me tell you something. Not hearing what you want to hear, all right? This privileged-ass fucking generation. Not hearing what you even think you should be hearing or not hearing what you don't like to hear, even if that shit breaks you. Sometimes it has to break you. You got to let it break you, okay? And then you pick yourself up and you fix yourself. One thing that you got to fix is your motherfucking credit. So we're going to get into that right now with my boy Ballin and uh, yo, Miles, man. You already know what to do, man. Yo, what's good, Lakey Lake? We'll be right back with my boy Ballin. We'll talk about this credit game. Okay, let's talk about brushing our teeth. 75% of us use old, worn out bristles that are ineffective and even more people forget to floss daily. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to brush and floss better. The Quip electric toothbrush has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute routine. And there's even size-down versions designed for kids. Paired with Quip's anti-cavity toothpaste in mint or watermelon, you get all the ingredients teeth actually need, and none they don't. Quip also has an eco-friendly refillable floss with a dispenser you keep for life an expanding stream that helps you clean in between. Quip brush head, toothpaste, and floss refills are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5 each. And shipping is free. Join over the 3 million happy customers and practice good oral health care easily and affordably with Quip, starting at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com baller right now, you'll get your first refill for free. 
That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash baller. Spelled getquip.com forward slash baller. Quip, the good habits company. Yo, man, so uh, we got a special guest on the show. Um, I got my boy Rob here. He goes by at ballin like really like just like it sounds you know what i'm saying like you would think that it was my fucking instagram name is at b-a-l-l-i-n on instagram i think is your twitter name at ballin too or no yeah yeah yeah. And you then, know i got all the handles on that yeah, this dude is all crazy and everything else but you know what like the other day last week when i was talking about credit on the on the podcast through questions because people are asking me fans are asking me and stuff me and him start chopping it up about credit and um, I told him, I said, dude, I got to bring you on because you fixed your shit, I fixed mine, but you already have like an active person who does this. I said, man, I think my listeners can benefit from it because no one really talks about credit or credit rebuilding except for obviously me. So, uh, so Rob, do me a favor, man. Tell me and my listeners yeah. exactly what it is that you do for a living and what yeah. we're here to talk about today. Yeah, of course. You know, um, so I'm a business manager for pro athletes, you know, NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball. So, you know, I basically push brands on to athletes, endorsements, do all that stuff, uh, appearances and whatnot. Um, and then besides that, obviously, you know, you and I got to know each other about five or six years ago due to me building these massive social media handles. And uh, like you said, you know, you and I were chopping it up the other day and credit came up and I was like, bro, you know, like... I had something on my credits and we just started chopping it up more. And that, you know, like you said, you told me, Hey, get on my show. Let's talk about credit. Cause people don't teach this in schools, bro. It's like crazy. Like they teach you freaking geometry and all that stuff that you're never going to use. <laughs> but why don't they No, seriously, bro? It's like, I have a finance degree. Right. And I haven't used none of that shit. No, I'm in bro. social hey, media, look, you know, I did what one year business maybe in, in college. Cause it was GE is mandatory, but I'm going to be honest with you. If they fucking taught, you know, the thing is, I don't think they have, they don't have like the, the criteria and stuff, but if they did, it's more essential for life than anything, you know? Oh, 1000%. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, a lot, a lot of skills, you know, I mean, like yourself is, you know, you learned a lot of skills being on the fly, right? Learning your craft. That's shit you can't learn in school. Same thing, you know, with me dealing with all these athletes and stuff. Yeah, I can get a sports management degree, but how does that teach me how to reach out to an athlete? You know, how does that teach me how to benefit it? It doesn't. And it's just like credit is like, okay, you got a degree, but how the fuck do I buy a house if I don't have credit? You know, well, how, this how is the do crazy thing. This? The craziest, this is how I feel. Now that you said this, it just rang a bell in my head. I think the people who've had the most fucked up credit and then got their credit good again, they know more about it than anybody. And it's a truth. I'm telling you, I know way more. Look, dude. I used to have collection agencies call my house and I was scared. I was like 18, 19 years old. I got my, you know, I got my first credit card and I fucked them over for like two grand. And they're like, hey, listen, we're coming over to pick up the money. And I would get scared. Dude, if a credit, some credit guy called me like two, three years ago when I was buying a new house. And the guy was like, because I, I had to clear this fucking stupid ass collection. I was like, it was like literally $318 and he was tripping. And he was like, I was like, at first, I was like, first of all, you know, at a certain point, when it gets fucked off, you just deny it and just delete it. Do you know what I mean? You don't even try to fuck. If you try to sit there and negotiate, unless they're like, hey, listen, I'll pay this. Do me a favor. If I'm going to pay this off, you have to give me a letter stating you are clearing this from all three bureaus. Otherwise, I'm not even going to acknowledge it. And we got into an argument. And this dude's like, why are you going to lie to me? Why don't you just tell me you know this is your bill? And I say, hey, check this out, bro. Um, what are you at? 11700 Calabasas. You, bro, you're about 20 minutes from me. Uh, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to fuck everyone up in that office until I find out who the fuck this is on the phone and I'm going to fuck your whole life up. Like, I'm, no, dead ass serious. Rob is against the law. He could have sued me. And I said, don't act. He goes, he goes, I actually know who you are. That's what he said to me. He goes, I know who you are and blah, blah. I have all your info. I was like, bro, that's great, dog. Check this out. You're really going to know who I am because I'm going to be there in 30 minutes. And I'm telling you right now, I'm coming over to fuck you up. And if you really know who I am, then do me a favor. You know how you do like the five people disattached from me to the next person, a relative. All right, bro. Find out why is it that I've never been robbed in my entire life in LA and how I've walked around South Central through Crenshaw and everything with jewelry on and no one's fuck with me. All right. That's a mystery. So you're going to find out why that's happened and I'm going to see you. In, and he was like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. And I was like, all right, bro. He was in a bad mood. I was like, hey, bro, 
It's all good. You ever talk to me like that, homie? I'm telling you, I'm going to keep this in my iPhone notes. I will fuck your whole life up. Don't start with that bullshit over some punk. It ain't worth it for your punk ass job, dog. I would say, yeah, over, he probably going to get paid $20 commission. He back to get his life all fucked over. Yeah, it's just stupid. <laughs> so anyway, I know we got sidetracked. So you got. Yeah, uh, no, no, I definitely understand. You know, you said you had some bullshit thing for 300 That's what got me onto this credit thing with one of my boys is because, dude, I literally. I, so I went and bought a car like about two months ago, dude. And I, I thought everything was was Gucci, right? Because, I mean, like, I don't check my credit or whatever, but I knew I pay my bills on time. I know that, like, I keep my credit cards low, you know, to have a good credit score. Dude, they ran my credit. I wasn't even sweating. The dude came back. He's all, bro, you got a derog on your credit report. And I said, what? And it was, like, for 122 bucks, bro. And I was like, oh, dude, it, like, seriously pissed me off. So I was like, I was like, all right, let me, let me see what I can do. So I literally, you know, text my boy that owns this company and you know, when you talk about people think about credit is like, is it a scam? You know, that's what honestly, bro, that's kind of like what I thought in the past. You well, know? you know, they have access to your social security number, the snap, but at the yeah. same time, really at the end of the day, bro, it's like the Me Too movement and certain things. Like a lot of people don't want to say stupid shit. A lot of people aren't going to say the F word. They're not going to say the N word. And when I say the F word, you know what I mean? In, in regards to the LBGTQ and, you know, uh, and things like that. And people aren't going to say certain things. Look, man. Yes, there's people out there that are still going to take advantage, but at the most, for the most part, if you're an accredited business, you're you know registered with the Better Business Bureau and shit like that. For sure, you ain't got time to fucking sit and try to fuck with Robert's fucking credit. You know what I mean? And go fuck. Yeah, and get wrong. Sure. Look at, I'm sure I got good, great credit, bro. I've own, I own several multi-million dollar properties, bro. What people don't realize is, when I got my first house, and it wasn't crazy, but it was a condo, an eighty-one dollar fucking gas bill was enough to get me denied get my loan yeah. denied and i'm like what the fuck you know how stupid this sounds i'm putting 30 percent down on the house and you're gonna tell yeah. me that's what and yeah man because that's what they really people don't realize especially that was the, the glory days where you don't have to show tax returns nothing it was the fucking yeah. wild wild west back in the day once yeah. the the short happened and the, the housing crash oh you're fucked yeah for sure and it's i mean think about it is is again like I got it taken off in like 20 days, right? And I was just so excited and stuff like that. But bro, it's an access to capital. So if you think about like, like if you're starting a business, man, and you don't have access to capital, you're kind of fucked, you know? And, and it could be like you, yourself, you know? You'd be like, okay, well, you know, I have, you know, millions of dollars liquid and I own 20 million, you know, dollars a year in business and stuff like that. You go get a loan, they look at your credit. They don't give a fuck what you have in the bank, bro. They look at they your credit to, and they're like, nah. <laughs> they used to. You know, okay, there's a guy named Lil Duval on Instagram. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. One mm -hmm. of his biggest things is this. He bought his house cash. He bought his second house in the Bahamas cash. And he says, look, if I can't pay for it, I'm not getting it. And look, that's a good way to live. But I'm going to be honest with you. He's an entertainer. He's a comedian. He's solo. He might have one or two people around him, an assistant, someone else. He doesn't really have to worry about it. He is incorporated. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, is he's not thinking about like... What I'm getting is, uh, like, if I want to go out and literally go and buy fucking 75,000, no, shit, 250,000 bottles of sanitizer, do you know? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. why do I need to buy that? I can go fucking use my credit, use the credit to buy the 250,000. Now I'm going to make profit on it because I'm selling all of it, boom, and just, you know, in the rent and setting up business, whatever the fuck it may be. And it, there, there's a lot of things. Like, yeah, you're leveraging. You can leverage. A lot of you people know, don't, they, they don't, they don't realize this. When it comes to an exotic car, People are like, oh, you lease that shit. Let me tell you something, man. The biggest bosses in the world lease their cars. Unless they're going to make an insane profit on it, then they'll buy it, but they still lease it when they're going to flip the car because you're not right. paying the same tax on a lease. So it's like you don't have to worry about the tax, and especially on payoffs and things like that. You could buy the car. So I'm in and out of cars. Whether I buy or lease, it just depends on what I'm doing. Now, I like the lease right. for the write-off too because of my business, and it's my lifestyle, so it's part of my wardrobe. Yeah. It's part of my mm -hmm. my my image. Yeah, but, yeah. Look, you said 20 days for all the, the BTB listeners out there. 20 days is very fast to get a derogatory. In fact, 90 days is good, okay? But 20, oh, is, 1, 20 days is crazy. So you said, okay, your boy's company that does the credit repair, what are they called? True Credit. They're called True Credit. Okay. What makes True Credit stand out over other companies that repair credit? 
You know, um, most of the companies out there, they use like out of date methods, you know, that rarely gets results. And he was basically saying that they're familiar because they've been doing this for 11 to 12 years. So they have to be up on their game or else, you know, because time is money for them. They don't want these guys to be in there for a long time. So, you know, they, they get familiar with the current laws and the loopholes and all that stuff. And basically to take advantage of against against the creditors but a good thing is and and here's what i asked him i said if you when you get it off because he got my dirag off i said when you get it off can that come back and he's like no bro he's all once they remove it they seal it with the courts the actual fucking courts so it can never come back nice. so that's yeah so that's definitely right there makes him stand out against these other companies man nice Okay, yeah, so, that's so, crazy, right? So some of these places, like, you know, I know they charge like, they're like, okay, for every derogatory, they're like, okay, it's 200 bucks for each derogatory, blah, blah, whatever, and then this, and then mm -hmm. you have to do it this. And what they do is they run a scam. They're like, okay, well, we'll take off five derogatories for a thousand bucks. And what they do is they'll do that. And then the derogatories come back in fucking 90 days. And then you're like, hey, motherfucker. And they're like, well, yeah, well, we, we told you we take it off and we didn't tell you mm -hmm. to stay off. And I don't know, because it's been a long time. My credit's been good for a minute. But yeah. as far as fees... Right. Yeah. Like fee wise, like how do they differ compared to the other companies? Yeah. So, you know, glad you said that. And that's why I asked him, I said, you know, once it's removed, like, will it come back? And then that's when he said, no, they, they sell it with the courts. So their fee doesn't do like month to month because sometimes people, I guess, do like $50 a month, like 500 down and like $50 yeah, a like month. Yeah, like $99 a month. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then they drag you on for six months, and then again something comes back, and they say, "Okay, six months, try for, two years, bro." <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, and I'm just, I'm just like, so like with them, they basically for twenty five hundred bucks, they'll do a full credit sweep. So basically, if you have seventy five derogatories from ten year bankruptcies, foreclosures, whatever, it doesn't matter. So, but well, hold on, wait a second. When you say full credit sweep, please. Are you telling me that TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, all three bureaus? All three, bro, and all of those derogatories. So, like, bro, if you had a bankruptcy that didn't come off, say 15 years ago, because they're still on there, bro. Dude, they'll, they'll get that off. Foreclosures. I mean, it, some people went through hard times, dude, and they're still sticking with that. Yeah, but it, it's, it's crippling the good, them. It's crippling them, but the good – and they're afraid to buy shit, right? But the good thing is, is like what my boy said, I, I was talking to him, you know, after you and I chopped it up and I said, well, what can we do for, you know, Ben's people, you know, his listeners, you know, because they're really active to Ben, you know, and stuff like that. So he was basically saying, he's a, well, instead of 2,500 bucks, he'll do it for a thousand. So I'm like, it's almost Wait a, a no second, brainer. a thousand off or a thousand for the whole sweep? A thousand for the whole sweep instead of 2,500 bucks. Okay. Well. I don't want to tell you who, but I'll tell you uh, who I have somebody in my family who needs to get that help. And, uh, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I'll shoot I'll you pay a text. The, yeah, I'll pay the thousand. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, yeah. But you know what? It's crazy is um, I never had a bankruptcy, so that's different. You know what I mean? But um, my mom had a bankruptcy before. Uh, I mean, shit, Donald Trump's had fucking four, you know, whatever, or five or whatever it is. One thousand percent, yeah. But, um, you know. With bankruptcies now, I just checked with a friend of mine. He's a business manager as well. And he said, hey, man, bankruptcies right now are backed up until the middle of 2021 because because of COVID, you know, people are just fucked. And so oh, it's just yeah. like it's it's really backed up and it's tough to get and it's hard to do. But um, going on, look, I'm going to be honest with you. There's some listeners out there who I ain't going to lie to you. You know, $1,200 was a big stimulus check for you and $2,500 for a full credit sweep sounds like a lot of money. And I'll be honest with you, when I was going through my shit, I didn't have 2500 to pay for it, and I get it. A 1000 though, I won't lie to you. That is a fucking good deal. Now, mind you, remember, for those of you who have bad credit and don't have any money or anything else, I know this sounds far-fetched and sounds crazy, but a 700 credit score, 750 credit score, is like $100,000 in purchasing power. Like, once you get that up, you know, it's like you get your credit all good, you get a basic credit card for like three to five grand. And then every three months, you bump that bitch up like another couple G's here and there. Finally, next thing you know, literally inside a year, you're going to have a credit card for 15 grand. Then you go into a bank and you get a personal line of credit. You know, there's loans. You could do other things. There's a lot of shit that you could do with this. So that $1,000 for the, you know, well, I mean, first of all, I didn't even know this was going to happen. But for the behind the bar listeners, $1,000 full credit sweep is amazing. What's the average time to help? Like, what's like, what's the average run time? 
Yeah, yeah. So mine got done in 20 days, you know, and but he was telling me it's about 15 to 45 days because they're running disputes, you know, for you. And they're running, you know, they're making sure that they're getting the right disputes to these creditors, making sure everything's falling off, making sure they're, you know, they're doing everything or the creditors are reacting in time. So it's roughly about uh, 15 to 45 days. And literally, it's like I I asked him, I said, how are you guys doing that so fast? And he's like, we know the laws. We know exactly what to do. We know exactly why they won't respond to us. And we just keep bombarding them with letters and letters and letters until it falls off. So, I mean, they want to get done as fast as possible so that customer can start taking advantage of, you know, basically buying power. I mean, if you think about it, bro, is, you know, this is a fucked up time we're in right now. And it, it, it might be fucked up if you have bad credit, because if something happens and I, you know, I don't want this to happen to anybody, but if something happens and you can't leverage any buying power, like maybe to put some bills to, to hold you off for a month or whatever. I mean, you can get fucked, man, really bad. And I think, you know, just think about going to buy a car, you know, like those guys that have, you know, bad credit and they go to buy a car. Dude, they're getting like a 15% interest rate compared to like 3%. I mean, that's over like over five years. You're paying an extra like $14,000 in interest. Yeah. I mean, it could be bad. I mean, look, man. Not many people are very like uh, not just knowledgeable, but they're not like fluent when it comes to to short and long term, you know, benefits of having good credit. But like, right? Look, right now is definitely the worst time to have bad credit. Um, my personal assistant has an eight hundred credit score, and he had two credit cards that were like a seventeen thousand dollar limit and a twenty thousand dollar limit. He's never had any issues. He has like nine credit cards though. They brought down both his limits to five grand because of what's going on with mm-hmm. COVID. They're scared. And this mm-hmm. is Capital One. And I was like, it's yep. fucked up because Capital One didn't fuck with my shit. But one thing is, I know that sounds crazy as fuck. I have a very low APR on one of my cards. I have like 13% for a credit card that's yeah. super low because they're up to 30 now. And um, I have a $150,000 unsecured line of credit. In fact, um, I have had talked to the supervisors at Chase and they've told me that they've helped 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 people out on the phone through customer service in you know, over 20 years. They said they never heard anybody over 60. Every time they hear my, they see my credit limit, they're like, wow. Now, God forbid shit was to go just real bad, right? I'm just just saying, you know, if I needed to, and I was like, all right, look, I need to buy $600 in groceries, boom. I need to start stacking here and there. I'm just saying, if I need to pile that bitch up, I know it's terrible and the interest is high, but at least that my credit card, my credit's good. I can fuck around and make on 600 bucks, my monthly payment's like fucking six dollars you know what i'm saying or 60 bucks so this real yep. little so it's like i'm yeah. saying in a destitute time i can take advantage of that because i worked hard to get that good credit right that, like i said it's buying power tell the people what your your definition of like short long-term benefits of having good credit you know for me personally you know short term is obviously having buying power i mean as an entrepreneur you know um that's basically kind of what i categorize myself is you know, I need that good credit and we need that good credit to be able to to have a credit line to be flying from here to Florida, you know, from doing whatever, getting in hotels, you know, getting a nice car, right? Like you said, is like, hey, fuck it, you know, I'll do a lease or whatever, but you have to have good credit to yeah. get that shit or else you're paying, you know, eight or 9% on an automobile when you could be paying 3%, you know? Yeah. And the long-term benefits is obviously, I mean, if you're going to buy a home, if you're going to you know, I mean, even trying to, let's say for people's kids, you know, to try to get a loan for their college. I mean, think about it. It's like, I've never, fuck, if I get, I've never actually had to do that before. So I don't know. So you, to get a loan. Yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry, Robert, to cut you off. No, I didn't know this. Okay. I got a scholarship playing ball, right? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know they check your credit to get a fucking loan for college. I didn't know that. Bro, they check everything. They have to do the, I mean, how are you going to repay it? I thought, you know I thought it was just like a government thing where they had to do they had to give you the loan. Some of the, you know, you, I mean, some of these guys are going to their banks, they're going to refinance their house to pull out cash. I mean, you have to think about the, the I mean, yeah, I mean, so the long-term benefits is especially if you're going to buy a house, you know, the house Don't go is to one college, of your kids. Big, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, don't go to college. We'll yeah, we'll teach you more for free, right? <laughs> I mean, seriously. No, seriously. And that's what I always say is like, you know, I have a finance degree. 
but I never learned about credit. I mean, literally didn't really learn about credit until like my late twenties. And it was pretty fucked off, you know, because I was like, Oh, whatever that I had a credit card for. Do you remember Macy's? Of course we talking about Macy's still around. <laughs> they haven't gone. I know they're supposed to be going under, but there's still a Macy's in my, in my mall where my store is. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have good credit, but no, I'm saying, you know, so I had a, you know, a Macy's credit card for like 200 bucks and I fucked it off. I was like, oh shit. Bro. I've had I, every I, department store I, I, credit card. Yeah, I'm like, I'd rather go buy beer than than uh, pay off this thing. But now, you know, look at the long-term benefits is, you know, I have a house, I have a good interest rate. So uh, there's definitely good credit is definitely buying power. You know, I mean, Let me ask just a, a normal thing, just what, what, some normal things. What's your interest rate on your house right now? Uh, two and a half. Holy fuck me. Yep. So I'm about to refinance again now. Bro, the interest rates are low. Yeah, With your credit, crazy. you're good. And if crazy thing is... Bro, if you had fucked up credit, you're probably in a jumbo loan. Look, well, I know you're in a jumbo loan. Yeah, dude, you're looking at like ten percent. Yeah. Oh no no no. I mean, I, I, right now, I'm no, with fucked up credit. Yeah yeah yeah. Right now, right now, I'm at like, I'm at, uh, I'm exactly dead on like four point oh one, on a four million dollar loan. Yeah yeah. Because yeah. I put, yeah, I put like two and a half down. So, but the crazy yeah. part is this, dude. Just think if that was eight percent because you had fucked up credit. Oh no, bro! What are you talking about, bro? Your, pay, your payment would your payment would have doubled. It'd have been a hundred thousand a month. Fucking uh, my mortgage would be a hundred grand a month. So going on, if you have if realistically you said three, and that's probably for a lower car like a Honda, Acura, certain things like that. But if you're getting like a Benz or certain things, honestly, if you get between four and five percent, you're in a good place. Okay, for like a hundred thousand dollar plus car. Now, mind you, with Ferrari Financial, it's a private bank. It's in Italy. They run through a different, they run through like, they do the mafia shit to you. Like they really want to know what the fuck is going on. You can't give them a, a P.O. box. You can't get, they literally physically need, they, they'll check, they'll Google map and see if you, there really is a physical garaging address, the whole nine. I was able to get my Ferraris at 1.7%, which is unheard of. It's not even possible. That's definitely. <laughs> That's not mob money. Yeah. So going back real quick, I'm sorry, because you said something. I know 20 days is ridiculous, but at the same time, you only had one derogatory. So my question is, was there the derogatory? Was it on all three bureaus? Or was it just on one bureau, two bureaus? It, it was on all three bureaus. And if you want to hear a crazier story is after that got taken off. So one of my buddies, I was telling him, I was like, I play soccer with them on the weekends. And I was telling him, I was like, bro, I was like, <laughs> I had to, because he saw my new car. He's like, oh shit, you got a new car. And I was like, you know, long story short. I told him about the credit thing and he's like, oh, he's like, honestly, bro, my credit's fucked up. You think they could help me? And I was like, dude, take a gander at this freaking company. So in basically 45 days, he had a 501. You know, anything with a four or five or a six isn't really good. Within 45 days, he had a 501 and it jumped to, I think, 719. They got like 27 things deleted for him. And Jesus one of them was, no, bro, listen to this. He told me he was afraid to get a credit card. So he's been holding onto a credit card for like 10 years that has like a 33% interest rate. Jesus Christ. That's, that's how scared he was to get shit. So now he's like, holy well, fuck. Guys, let me tell you something real quick. 27 derogatories is, is, is a lot. It's really bad. Now, the worst my credit was ever was that maybe it's like a 530, which is literally awful. There's people I've seen in the 400s, but I'll tell you this. Realistically, some of you guys out there probably have like anywhere from three to maybe 10 or 12 derogatories. It's really bad. And a lot of places might charge you a couple hundred bucks each derogatory, whatever. I'm going to be honest with you, man. To get 10 20, 20 fucking seven derogatories taken out. It's insane. I've never even heard of actually uh, going from a 501 to a, to a 700 even in, in six months. So that's crazy. It was insane. I was like, holy fuck. So uh, what's the website that my listeners can go to to get the discount and like all that stuff? What's the code? Like, so, so I just need to know that so they, these guys can know. Yeah. So uh, for your listeners, we're going to do repair, true credit, dot com forward slash ben baller and they have to use that forward slash or that discount won't come off so it's repair true credit dot com forward slash ben baller and if anybody has any questions or whatever they can shoot me a dm on instagram at ballin you know ben already said it earlier but yeah. guys you know i'm telling you ben and i were talking about this thought it was a great subject 
my boy over there said he's going to give it, you know, this discount to you guys because Ben's one of the family. So, I mean, that's 40% off, guys. And by the way, I'm going to use it for a close family member who needs it. Um, so check it out, guys. Look, man, it's it's not 2500 for a full credit suite, meaning all three bureaus. It's $1,000 if you have fucking 35. If you're a piece of shit scumbag and you had fucked up your your credit, your mom's credit, everyone, you're one of those dirtbags. Look, 1000 bucks to get all that shit done. I wrote it down. Website is repairtruecredit.com forward slash Ben Baller. Yo, Rob, I really appreciate you coming on here and spitting that of fucking course. credit game, dog. And um, Of course, of course. Miles, man, throw some music on and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Rob, thank you again. Yep, and, I'm out. Uh, we got some Lakey Lake, and yeah, we'll be right back, guys. So, yo, man, we're back. Um, that was some real helpful information. Uh, again, you know, hit up True Credit and, uh, I mean, get your shit right. There's some things, you know, sometimes, man, you know, honestly, if I knew, and, and I starved myself many times for the wrong reasons sometimes, for the right reasons, if I knew back then that I could fix my credit and I had somebody, well, there wasn't information out there, wasn't as, as good as it is now, but if there's somebody I knew that could fix my credit really good and I had money to maybe eat a little better, meaning not eat fast food or whatever it is, I'm going to risk that just because I'm trying to look at the long-term situation, not the short-term. So I would spend a little money to get my credit fixed and so that I had more spending power, I had more, more to fall back on just in case. Because if you're broke and you got bad credit, I mean, bro, you're just like a, you know, and then at that point, it starts attacking your mental health. And if your mental health is crazy, like most people are right now, then, I mean, you know what comes next? You know, that's where suicidal thoughts come. And then people, you know, like, oh, no, I don't want to kill myself. I still want to make it. I want to figure it out. Boom. And then you're fighting back and forth with that. And then guess what? Some small percentage of those people, they act on it. And it's just a crazy thing. And I don't want that to happen, especially to anybody who listens to this fucking podcast. Um, right now, the world is a hot mess. Every time I fucking log on to Twitter, there's some jokes here and there, but there's just the timeline is just fucking a hot mess. People have the HIPAA situation all fucked up. And I'm talking about HIPAA with one A, not two A's, okay? People think that they could go in there and fucking tell Walmart because Walmart is requiring a mask. You could say, no, this is my Fourth Amendment right and a HIPAA violation. No, bro, you shut the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about because some dumbass fucking redneck, hick fucking Confederate flag holding motherfucker said that shit. That is bootleg. That's all bogus. It's bullshit. You're going to fucking end up getting yourself, getting your ass kicked, getting yourself possibly thrown in jail being stupid, and then you get mad. Then you're mad because you're stupid, and then you don't want to hear anybody else out because you're so fucking dumb, and it's just that whole just circle of fucking idiocy, you know? And um, I know Nick Cannon says some crazy-ass shit. I didn't exactly hear the anti-Semitism shit, but he went off, and, and, you know, I see the separation. I see the black people that are backing him, and then I see the black people who aren't backing him, and then there's just all kinds of shit going on. Dwayne Wade got in trouble for saying something. He backed up real quick and was like, look, man, look, there's what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And Jews have gone through an insane amount of oppression as well. They went through the fucking Holocaust and there's other other things. And, and I know Nick. Nick is a personal friend of mine. And, um, you know, it's a weird situation. He chose some words and he's battling. Look, man. I admired him for going against fucking Viacom and some enormous companies and, and doing this shit. I don't know if it's a battle he can win, but he made an apology now because of the anti-Semitism. Some people are like, I don't get it, you know, blah, blah. Again, educate yourselves before you decide to do something stupid, agree with somebody stupid, or say something fucking stupid. Now, again, as much as people want Black Lives to Matter, and they should, and they do, before somebody goes out there, whether you are black, Latino, you know, if you are Dominican, Afrocentric, whatever, you could be Mexican, anything, study up on Jewish people, okay? You got to be careful about what you're saying on anything. You want people to respect what you got going on, and they should. They, you should also respect what's going on with the Jewish community and what anti-Semitism means. With that said, Last couple days, Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion have been trending. Guess what? I have something really important to tell you guys. Who gives a fuck? Huh? Why the fuck 
do any of you guys give a fuck what the fuck is going on at this time of all times in the pandemic right now? You guys actually give a fuck what's going on with either one of them. Now, I know more people care about what Megan Thee Stallion is doing instead of Tory, but at the end of the day, are your bills paid? That's all that should really matter. Are your bills paid? Are you eating good? Is everyone in your family eating good? If it's like, oh, well, meanwhile, shit, I might as well listen to look at some jokes and find out. No, 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 fuck that. All the effort you guys are putting in memes and everything else, man, put that shit in something else. Put that energy into something else or go watch a show. Go learn something. Gives a fuck about what's, man, you guys are putting celebrities on a pedestal way too fucking high. Bitcoin's a mess. It got compromised. Uh, it fucking, these guys hacked what Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Apple's page. Apple has never, at Apple on Twitter, has never tweeted once, and they tweeted this fucking thing, and, and um, Kanye West, they got Elon, and they basically, the tweet was saying, hey, just because people are going through really rough times right now, on Bill Gates, Kanye, Elon Musk page, they said, why don't you send me a thousand Bitcoins right now, and I'll send you 2,000 Bitcoins back, and it was just sounded fucking crazy. Of course, it's a scam. Some people might not have known that. No one knows exactly what the total damage was, but guarantee somebody saw that shit and sent some fucking Bitcoin, which is fucking insane. But yeah, after that, Twitter decided to lock down all verified accounts. All verified accounts couldn't tweet for like two or three hours. Shit was crazy. And uh, it's funny because I had a lot I wanted to say. But, um, you know, again, the, the world is getting crazier and crazy. And I'm telling you, people are going to start getting antsy, start tripping out. And you know what I was thinking about with looters and stuff? Again, you know, they're going to have to hit homes. Because they ain't, no, they, they ain't, what they gonna hit Melrose? They ain't shit to steal anymore. Those places are all boarded up. These places ain't the same anymore. The only place you're gonna be able to fucking rob someone is at the fucking grocery store. I'm not giving anybody ideas. It's just that's where it's gonna get to. So people, pray that motherfuckers start wearing masks and people start being careful because I'm telling you again, we do not wanna get locked down. Speaking of saving money, real quick, I talked about this on Twitter a little bit. Some people don't realize what a clear bra can do, right? And you don't want to just have any clear bra. You want to get Expel, right? And when you put a clear bra on a nice car, meaning a car that costs, you know, over 60 grand, 100 grand, some of these guys have M3s and, and C-classes that have put some money into them. They put BBS's body kits and they spend a lot of money on these cars. Any car that is, you know, nice, if you clear bra the entire car, guess what? You know, and it might cost, it's going to cost a lot of money, especially you want to do ceramic coat and a clear bra, you know, it costs money. It could cost up to five bands, depending on what kind of car you have. Now, if you get a car wash once a week, you know, a good car wash is going to be like maybe 50 bucks, all right? Now, if you do that times 52 weeks out of the year, it's $2,600 in one year, okay? Now, if you get a detail, a decent detail is going to run about 300 bucks. You got to get one at least once a month, right? What is that? 3,600 bucks. So if you had 3,600 bucks and 2,600 bucks together, Guess what? $6,200. You already paid for the clear bra. Now, mind you again, what happens is, depending if you park your car inside in the garage or not, you don't have to worry about fucking getting a detail ever again. All you got to worry about is getting a wash once a week, every two weeks, whatever it is. You can kind of do washes yourself. It's a lot easier to maintain a car when you have ceramic coating the clear bra. It's going to save you a lot of money. Um... Speaking of entertainment, I ain't really watch much shit. I've been watching this fucking, this documentary series called The Missing of Madeline McCann, some little three-year-old kid. And I'm almost at the end. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Is this fucking most just terrifying shit if, you have, if you're a parent and just, I, I'm, it's leaning towards corruption. It's leaning towards maybe the parents did it. I don't know, but it was famous. This was like 13 years ago or something, but this girl... Um, this family from the UK, they went on vacation in, in, in Portugal and the baby ended up, turned up missing. They're saying it was abducted and kidnapped and it went through this whole fucking crazy fucking circus. And I don't know, man, but it's interesting as fuck. And I want to finish that bitch today. In fact, I'm going to finish today and I'll tell you guys the rest. What else, man? You know what? One of my favorite places in all of LA, we're talking about one of the tastiest, great places. When I mentioned my food spots, my favorite spots in LA, this made the list, Squirrel spelled S-Q-I-R-L, they got fucked. Now, if you just Google squirrel, S-Q-I-R-L, and I, I 
Anyone living in LA, I suggest you do it. This is a place that made food that was delicious. Their food was insane. I guess a year or two ago, or a year ago, very recently, they had a new ownership change and they built a secret kitchen. And in that secret kitchen, it was a kitchen that wasn't seen by the health code and um, by the county people who, who check um, uh, the fucking health and services and stuff that check all the fucking, they give you the grade, give you the A, B or C, whatever. And somehow they were able to bypass it. And one thing about squirrel that's really good is they have a really good jam. They have a really good jam, like jelly. And there was mold in it. Then there was rodents and rats and roaches and all kinds of shit. It's just, you have to read this shit. It's fucking insane. Especially again, because this is a place that is fucking, like their food is phenomenal. And now I'm kind of like, fuck, I wonder. Well, this obviously might fucking get their shit in gear now. You know, speaking of, of that, they're like on some cancel culture shit. Now, speaking of which, there's this page called Diet Prada, right? On Instagram. And they're like freedom fighters. They they fight the good fight. They'll call out all big brands, whether it be Vogue magazine, fucking, you know, call out whether it be Prada, Kim Kardashian. They love calling Kim out. They call any big brand that they call off. Why not? It's like, you know what? Part of it, it's like, you know, it's kind of cool, but not as part of it. It's like, yo, you guys are some chicken shit motherfuckers, man. You guys are still hiding behind a fucking, you know, a fake ass fucking picture. Nothing else. You know what? If you're on that real bold shit, man, you're out there trying to expose people, why don't you expose yourself? That shit is just corny as fuck. And I'm not defending anything. I went to deep dive and I seen a lot of people tagging me and DMing me about my friend, Emily Oberg. Emily was on episode seven, I believe, of the podcast. And I have my own little issues with Emily here and there. And she may seem pretentious and things like that. And I wasn't a very big fan of the name of the brand that she wears. And, you know, I've supported her. She's been cool, but she's under a lot of heat. And if you go to this page, not sporty rich or not sporty and rich part two or just google emily oberg you'll fucking see that whole cancel culture shit is just crazy and i don't think she's thinking about it so much but where cancel culture needs to work is when imagine this imagine you are a bean farmer okay especially in today's day and age right you're a bean farmer and then you see the competition your competition in the bean game, being promoted by Dick Stain, Donald Trump's daughter. Could you fucking imagine? By the way, I just realized it's actually against the law. She broke some kind of federal violation for campaigning or some shit for somebody who has publicly, openly uh, supported the Trump campaign, which is Goya. And by the way, Goya is a fucking phenomenal brand. They is seasoning their black beans. I've been eating this shit for almost 20 years. When I worked for Denzel Washington at his Jamaican restaurant, where do you think the beans are from? Goya. And they make fucking, this is an enormous, huge brand. This, this, the CEO of this company decided to back Trump. And then after all the cancel culture, everything, he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm still backing Trump, blah, blah, whatever the fuck it was. Look, man, then you got this stupid ass bitch, Ivanka, promoting the fucking beans. And you got fucking Donald Trump like a fucking idiot. Bro, you're the president of the United States of America. You tweet something up to like 300, 400 times a day. That's including retweets. What the fuck are you doing? Are you joking me right now? You're putting fucking Goya. You don't have better things to do. You're the president of this country. If anybody, like you can't lead shit by example. It is fucking crazy. But just imagine you're that bean farmer. You're out there. You're worried about your employees catching COVID. You shutting down and you see Ivanka Trump post your competition like and do it illegally it's just so fucking stupid and people are so fucking dumb it pains me lastly as you saw probably a couple days ago russell westbrook tested positive for covid and then um you know a couple other players some people have opted out look the bubbles there i don't even know if basketball is going to happen people think it is I, I actually now i'm really curious i don't know if it's going to happen now again especially with the situation with you know the antibodies only lasting a certain time. Who fucking knows? This shit is really crazy. Now, I want to see sports at the same time. I want us to get back to normal, you know? I went to the bank this morning before this episode is recorded. And I went to the bank. You know what? The bank was, everyone's wearing masks. They're only, you know, they're closing both entrances. I mean, they only have one entrance open. And it's like, what the fuck? And there's some people who really have bullshit masks still that don't get it. And it's just scary. So... What I'm getting at is, is I don't know how the fuck this is going to work out. Um, baseball is supposed to set to happen regardless. They are open. Next week is opening week and it's supposed to be set. I don't fucking know. I talked to my boy, Jock Peterson. He's like, yeah, it's on. It's lit. Um, the Dodgers, 
are selling seats, okay, virtual seats, meaning they will print out a picture of your face and put them in the stands. I guess the, the money goes to either the Dodger Foundation or some shit. I don't fucking know. I might fuck around and do it. I don't know. I might put a face. I might put the Ben Baller fucking cartoon logo. I don't know. Um, last but not least, I should be dropping my cards next week. I'm not positive. Um, these are my autograph cards. I'm sorry, I'm a Cal Ripken. I'm not exactly sure, but for 100% sure, next Wednesday on July 22nd, I'm dropping my Don Mattingly, and uh, I'm going to do a recap of all the eight cards prior to that. That is card number nine. We're almost halfway through Project 2020, but yeah, Don Mattingly is coming up, uh, and uh, pretty much that is it. Look, guys, if you want to be featured on episode 100, if I were you, I would start leaving questions now. Go to the iOS Apple podcast homepage for Behind the Baller. Leave a five-star review. Leave a real question, something that hasn't been said in the show. We've had a lot of episodes. I will answer the question on the show if it is worthy. My man Jordan Winter, one half of the Dust Brothers, will be doing his damn thing. And again, I want to do a weekend wrap-up this weekend, so if I don't answer on episode 100 and that ends up being a, a Thursday episode, then I will answer it after this weekend, which would be Monday on episode 99. I do want to do an episode for the weekend this week, but I'm not sure. My doctor wants me to take it easy. Um, I love you guys. That is it for today's episode. Thank you very much. Um, again, please keep continuing to spread the good word of BTB. And if you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Remember, this is available on every single platform Everywhere you listen to podcasts, this is where it's at. We even got a YouTube page where you can listen to it on YouTube. Wherever the fuck you want to do, it's all good. Always remember, this is not your practice life. And Uncle Ben, a.k.a. Tito Ben, loves you. All right? Yo, Lakey Lake, man. What's good, bro? You test positive for COVID? No, I'm fucking with you, man. Lakey Lake, a.k.a. LL, a.k.a. at Lakey Inspired. Take us home, bro. 